Hall of Fame podcast. Hey, I'm Jack. I'm Jack. And I'm Jeff. I'm Jeff. This is Jack and Jeff, they say. And this is just buds. It's just up. Fuck. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Welcome back, Suffucks. <laughs> this is just buds. Welcome back, buds. Welcome back, buds. Welcome back, buds. Welcome back. That was smooth. Uh, I'm Jack. I'm Jeff. And this is just buds. Welcome back, buds. Welcome back, buds. Sorry for the delay. Yeah. We're not that things sorry. Things happen. Yeah. It's only been like a month, which means we've missed three episodes. How, I don't even know how often we put them out, if we're being honest. Every week. Up until last month, we were every week. That's pretty good. That's a good run for us. It is. According to iTunes, we update uh, monthly, but... Mm. They're a little behind. Yeah, it's not very... I mean, I mean, they're not. We are. Technically. Technically. So, wait, did our last one just come out on iTunes then? No, 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 no. iTunes doesn't update monthly. They have a little thing that says, like, how oh, it often... Says, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we better not disappoint them. Yeah, so we just need to get one out every month. That's... <laughs> that seems attainable for us. Yeah, that's pretty on par for... I don't know. I mean... Baseball's coming to an end. Softball's still going to happen in the fall, so I can still come out here on Thursdays. We'll have more time to think up topics. And How long does baseball go? Playoffs start on Sunday. So, The playoffs start on Sunday, and you go till fall? How long are playoffs? Well, it depends on how long it takes us to lose two games. I'm talking softball. Softball? Yeah. You said baseball. Oh, I meant softball. There's no playoffs for softball. Okay. This week got canceled because it's too hot. Yep. And we don't want the old men to keel over. Next week is our makeup games for the rainout week. And then fall ball starts like three weeks after that. So to see there's a split between seasons. Oh, okay. So, yeah, okay. I thought softball was just a really long season and it goes till fall. That would be a little bit too much softball. Yeah, you think yeah. so? I mean, once a week is kind of a little bit too much for me, but it's it's, it's going all right. Are you going to play with these guys until you're old and grizzly like they are? Uh, it's hard to say. They're all. I mean, they're all going to retire. So it's either I get a bunch of friends to come play with me, or I also retire. Hmm. What do you think comes first, them retiring or you retiring? You know, I used to think them, but they just keep coming back. <laughs> they're. One of the guys is 69 years old. I called him 70 the other day. He goes, no, no, I'm not 70 for another two weeks. <laughs> okay. You're still playing softball with 25-year-olds. So, But you know what? Well, I was going to say 60 is not that old, but he's uh, he's 70, and 70 is pretty damn old. 70, like 60, I can see it. Like you can play softball when you're 60. You're obviously slowing down a little bit, but you can still be in shape. Isn't it crazy how um, nine years – dictates how old uh, like uh, that that so like people are saying that 30 is the new 20 now are you hearing this because i've heard this a couple times i haven't heard it but i'll i'll play along yeah so people are saying 30 is the new 20 these days and so that that means i mean i like like what point did that change where now our brains are going 60 is not that old like i see your dad my dad's 60 my dad has no plan or need to retire anytime soon. And I'm going, brother, you're 60. Like, think about it. You're getting old. But then I look at him and I'm like, he's spry like he was still 45. But then if you look at him through the lens of, what, 10-year-old Jack, would you think he's old? Yes, but I've also seen him jump over mantles and crouch and, like, 
be in like weird, awkward, tight corners. And I'm like, this man is young. Hmm. I I, like I look at your dad. He doesn't seem old. No, he still bikes around and he does stuff. Yeah. Like, but we're talking about nine year difference, maybe even eight for your dad. And you're going, man, you're looking 70 and should retire. Like, that's not that big of a gap. That's. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Okay. We're going to, should we stick with nine years or eight years difference? I don't know. How old your dad? Let's go off of that math. He's going to be 64. Holy shit. Right? He's going to be 64 <laughs> I t- thought, uh, tomorrow or Saturday? I thought he was only 61, 62. And you, you had me for a second. And because the only reason I thought that was because, now I didn't know it was, had this much time had passed, but Kristen had told me that it was his 60th birthday, I guess, four years ago. And at that point, I went, holy shit, he's 60. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 64 kind of crept up on all of us. I think all of us except for him because... I don't think any of us, any of us meeting like me or Kristen or my sister or Clint, yeah, see him as a sixty-four-year-old. We just see him as a guy, like he's just our dad. Yeah. Um, so sixty-four is a pretty big number, but yeah, it's okay. What's that four-year difference? You know, like what happened? Is it just person to person? Is that genetics or like because I think people are saying this: the thirties, the new twenty, because of modern technology and like how people which are. that makes sense and i was going to bring that up that that would make sense because we can treat our bodies better we have more opportunities to get medical care like you don't you're not as hard on your body as you used to be throughout I, your 20s yeah i mean our just general knowledge of how to take care of our body better mm-hmm. is better but four years not a lot happens in a four-year difference i guess that's five my bad math here wrong uh five-year difference that's great. Like, wh- I think it's got to be more. If you're not declining physically, you have to be declining mentally. There's yeah. no way to stay completely up. Like, your brain just starts turning to mush. So that means your father is declining mentally. I'm not going to say that, <laughs> but he's had some questionable moments. Okay. Okay. It. We notice it more often now than we used to because when Kristen and I moved into the house a couple of years ago. Uh, my mom came over and was going to help us paint the fireplace yeah. with all of the, all of the bricks. The bricks yep. And my dad was going to bike over because he likes biking. Hold on, from Chan Hansen? Yes. To Savage? Yeah. It's like yeah. 20 miles, 25 miles. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right? And he was, he was 62 at this time. To bike 25 miles to do physical labor and then bike home? No, he, was just, he wasn't going to do physical labor. He was just going to bike there and go Oh, back. okay, okay. <laughs> he would watch us paint. Okay. Um, but he was going to bike there. And do you remember the neighborhood that I grew up in? It's a horseshoe shape, and it goes down in the center, down the hill. Yep. And you can take a right down that path, right? Yeah. And when you get to the bottom of the path, it forks out, goes 90 degrees either direction. Mm -hmm. So he started out, he's going down the hill, he turns down the path, and he's going to take a left so he can go towards Audubon and towards Lyman. And he doesn't remember it, but we pieced together how it happened. We think his pedal hit the ground when he leaned for the turn. Oh. And he flipped over the handlebars and smacked his head. Ooh. And so he called us, and I picked up the phone, and he was saying things like, help me out, I'm trying to remember what's happening. He said, I'm sitting on the front porch, but I don't remember how I got here. And he just kept repeating, like, I'm on the front porch, trying to piece together that he had fallen off of his bike, and, like, he was losing it. He forgot a ton of shit. Wow. He forgot that Kristen and I got married. He forgot that Clint and Livy were getting married. Because I think it was before then. Um, 
he joked about it when he probably shouldn't have and quote unquote forgot who Livy was. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure it made Livy cry, but beside the point, he hit his head really hard. And so ever since then, we've been kind of like watching to monitoring. Yeah. Yeah. Monitoring. Cause we don't think anything's wrong. Like whatever is happening, if anything at all is completely natural, but we're a little cautious now. Does it make Livy more upset emotionally if she forget if he forgets her or that Clint is somebody and like go and jokingly goes, I don't like this guy that keeps hanging around. <laughs> I think she'd be more upset if he forgot her than yeah. if he okay. was not liking Clint. But either way, fun joke for like I don't know, after we know he's okay, but not yeah, for yeah. on the way to the hospital. Y- yeah. <laughs> But a I guess very nice Uber driver, right? That, that's <laughs> where I get that crying. from. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he forgot so much stuff and he's still, he's got like 15 or 20 minutes worth of just blank where there's nothing. Wow. And I think that's pretty wild. But back to the nine year thing. Yeah. Five years, not a ton of time. And you could probably make the argument other, otherwise. Five years, not a ton of time. Nine years, I'm thinking that's a lot of time. It's definitely a lot of time. But I don't feel like that's enough time to have like a species change in physicality. Well, here's why. Think about going from 10 years old to 19 years old. When I was 19, I could probably kick the shit out of a million 10 year olds. All at once or individually? Well, stay tuned for the all at once number, but individually, absolutely. Any 10 year old, when I was 19, I'd kick the crap out of them. Yeah. You think so? Oh yeah. Any single one. You pick any 10 year old. Deal? Any 10 year old human. Oh, wait. What other thing would there, because a 10 year old dog. Yeah. I could kick the shit out of a 10 year old dog. 10 year old -old bird isn't. Okay. (laughs) Elephant. Anything bigger than me, a bear, a hippo, a rhino. Yeah. That's fair. That's a good point that that nine to 19 is a huge jump. But then also think about 26 to 35. Maybe physically you're not changing a lot, but you're going to go a lot through a lot of shit from 26 to 35 and then you could be president. Yeah, I suppose. And I'm going to go, let's say 41 to 50, 41. You're like, you know what? I'm kind of past my prime, but I'm still looking really good. I'm still feeling good. Once you get to 50, I don't know this from experience, of course, but I'm thinking you, you go, better watch it a little bit. People have been canceled for saying that uh, 50 year old people are out of their prime. So be careful. They are. All of them are, <laughs> except for maybe Tom Brady, but he's not 50 yet. When you hit 50, something's going to click in your brain like, holy shit, I'm 50 years old. Like that's. Yeah. There's people that don't make it to 50. People have heart attacks in their 40s now. I mean, people die when they're born. So, like, true. You know, that's a rough way to, like, determine a if you're doing well in life. Yeah, I suppose. But I'm thinking the the worst genetics and the people that don't take care of themselves or take care of themselves the least, they start to fall off in their 40s. That's when you're going to see people are going to start to die. People are going to get hurt, like... That's when things go downhill. And when you get to 50, like you have to stay in shape. You've got to be on top of your shit if you want to stay healthy. I I, I feel like it's almost more, I, f- I feel like it's more genetic because people die roughly around the same age as like their past relatives. 
like uh, in my mom's dad's side of the family, so my grandpa's side of the family, they all died around 72, I think. He made it to, I, if he made it to 80, that was how far he got. It might have been like 78, I can't quite remember. But like, that's always been like, maybe it's just my family raising me weirdly, but they all were, they're all like, you know, seven early 70s is the, the threshold for our family and stuff like that. And like, they're yeah, just preparing yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they let me know when I was 12. <laughs> so you only got 60 years left. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like it's almost more of a genetic thing mixed with how you take care of your body. But I don't know. I feel like 64 to 69 is not that big of a gap to be like, you should be in a, a retirement home. You can bike 25 miles. Yeah. You know, I think any five-year gap, you could make an argument for that. Really? But I think when you get to like eight or nine years, that's when it's like, there's a difference. Now I'm going from 70 to 79. I'm going to poke a hole in my entire theory. (laughs) Just sink your own ship when you hear it. And I'm going to hear about it because it's about my mother and she often listens. If she hears something about her or my father, she lets me know. Beth, plug your ears. Um, She's definitely getting old. Oh. And it's, uh, it wasn't really quite apparent to me until last time I was up at the cabin for the 4th of July. Um, she is struggling to get in and out of the boat now. And when she does, I go, like I, I visually see, I go, that's how grandma used to be when I was a kid. So probably 65 is what, what I would see my grandma. And my mom is, she's going to hate me for this, but I think she's pushing 60. She might be pushing 59, but I think she's pushing 60 this year. Um, and so that's a five year gap in the opposite direction. And it, I, I, you know, that is just how you take care of your body. My grandma was running around after 12 kids, 10 kids. Like she's got to keep up with it. And then all those kids had grandchildren and, you know, grandma's the first person that you go to for grandma stays busy all the time. Yeah. Whereas my mom, two kids, neither of us have any children potentials right now and so it's just like you know of yeah and so she just her her, she literally just stands there and cuts hair now and you can definitely see that she's starting to decline and it's very it it makes me sad because i can't go mom you need to start working out to keep your body in shape keeping yourself youthful because it's just rude and then i'm the bad guy for bringing it up you can't do that i do that oh you do yeah I (laughs) i would never be able to do that with my mom i mean i don't i don't straight up say mom, you're getting fat. You got to work out. Cause no, I don't think she ever has. And I would never expect my mom. Like I would never say that to my mom. Like it, it, it is strictly like she has no muscle. She like, she struggles with like getting off the couch. Let's say like that, like she just doesn't have muscle to support herself. And it's just like, you gotta like do something. Okay. Well, Bev, if you're listening, I, I tell this to a lot of people, but if you're listening, there are studies that show that there's a direct correlation between how long you live, how long of a life you have and your leg strength. So it can be something as simple as doing 10 squats a day or doing a few lunges here and there, just getting your legs moving, getting some muscles in your legs. And it's because when people start to age, they lose their strength in the legs and there's a higher chance that they fall. And when they fall, there's a higher chance that they hurt themselves because of the lost muscle and because your bones are aging as well. And if you hurt yourself, you end up having to be more sedentary. You can't really move around while you're healing more of a chance you get sick and you can see where the, where the cycle kind of begins. 
So that's why there's a pretty good correlation between longevity and leg strength. And I thought you were going to hit me with some mystical science, like the the root of all of your life is in your legs. No, <laughs> <laughs> no there's probably some, some Indians that believe that, or natives that believe that, whatever you want to call them. Or both. Or both. Yeah. I bet Indians and Native Americans, yeah. Native, whatever they want to call this land now. Now, in my mom's defense, I do know that she has... I don't know exactly who she's been going to because I wouldn't imagine that my mom's going to a physical trainer for anything. But um, I do know that she's been getting some sort of coaching and doing squats and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. The only reason I know that is because my little cousins, uh, who we share the cabin with, um, tease her about how she does her squats. (laughs) Which is not... If they only knew, your mom's had a hard life. If they only yeah. knew what she'd been through. They know. They know to an extent, but they don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they tease her about it. And, like, I just hope that doesn't push her to stop doing it because she does mention that she's, like, she goes for walks and stuff like that. But, like, when she said she was doing squats, I was like, okay, this is this is a step in the right direction because I've, I had been noticing this. And then I heard that my, that my cousins were making fun of how she does it, and I was like, just no internally just i was like yeah just please stick with it even if they're making fun of you the best thing you can do is encourage it that's whenever my mom she has all these injuries that happen to her and she'll go to pt and she'll get these exercises and i'll say you know this this could help too like you can do this and this will strengthen this part of you and, and you'll feel better and she's like okay i'll try it and she usually does and she'll come back and say hey i, I feel great i'm like yeah yeah now if you, you could just keep feeling great just keep doing things like that there's like there have been a couple times where I'm like, mom, just do some like, um, supermans. But I, like, I, I don't know if she could do it well enough on a bed that like, you're actually like doing the motions correctly. And I don't feel like she could necessarily like lay down on the ground and get back up afterwards. Something we used to do, this is before. So I switched baseball gyms in high school between junior and senior year. Maybe it was between sophomore and junior year, whatever it was. Switched gyms, and I was working out with another coach before he actually had the gym finished. So our first, like, month or two of workouts were outside, and we just use whatever weights we had, and we'd do more CrossFit-type exercises. Yeah. One of the things we would always do is lay down on your back and stand up 100 times. And... Like a hundred a certain motion or just like, just get up, get up, just however you can get up. And I'm not saying your mom should do it a hundred times. She'd be gassed after that. Yeah. Do it 10 times. Just lay down, get up. And that's, it's going to, it's not going to work anything specific. It's going to work whatever muscle muscles you get up with, but it's going to get you moving and your heart pumping. It's your, not, not your core necessarily, but you're using it, but it's your core muscles. It's like your functioning muscles that you're going to be using and making them just everyday life better, honestly. I very much want to get a strength and, strength and conditioning certificate of some sort so I can start being a trainer. I, I mean, I don't really care who I end up training. I'd love to train anybody. Yeah. But I think it's fun to be able to change people's lives in that way, like show them they can do things that they never thought they could. Or Why they don't can you? Do things. I'm, I'm planning on it okay. at some point. I just need a time. little more time, a little more money. <laughs> yeah. I know the book is like $400 to study off of. Um, because I was going to say, I mean, I've worked out with you many times and like you've given me a lot of programs and stuff like that. And like, you're really good at it. There's no reason that you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. It's just, I'm not, I don't technically know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing, but I don't know like the, 
I guess I, I don't I don't I don't know what my excuse is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I just don't have the certification, so I can't really get hired for it. Yeah. Like, like if you look at personal training jobs or any sort of jobs at gyms, they say you need this certificate or that certificate or this certification. Yeah. And so that'll be a next step. And hopefully I, I even talked to Kristen about this because I don't completely love what I'm doing right now. And I, I don't see myself doing it for the rest of my life. But being a trainer of some sorts, I could see myself doing that for a long time. I just need a way to get into it. So I was Do talking- Do they to, make good money? They can, yeah. yeah. Um, it depends on where you work, who you work for, how many hours you work. You have to build up client base and all that, uh, which is where I was kind of going with this. I was talking to Kristen and we're thinking maybe it's something that I can get the certification and get like a part-time job after work every day and go start building up clients. And if I end up liking it a lot and keep moving forward, I can potentially end up switching to full-time. But that's probably not going to be for, I mean, at least not full-time for years to come. But I I actually took the, uh, the practice exam for, I think it was the ACE certification which i don't know what it stands for i didn't didn't remember that part athletic competition association association <laughs> let's go with that i took the practice exam and i got a 70 percent. oh which i was surprised it was like that's, 100 questions so i got 70 out of 100 that's pretty good yeah. for just sitting down and doing it and i don't know what you need to pass but Probably if i know 70, 70. <laughs> If I know 70% of that shit without studying ever, yeah, I think I could do it. Why not? I mean, you've been doing it literally your entire life. Yeah, pretty much. Like, when did you start uh, physically training? I know I started in eighth grade for the football program. Sixth grade. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily like I'd go to the gym. I'd go to Lifetime with my parents and I'd go around using the machines in the weight room. But sixth grade was when I'd like start doing sit-ups and push-ups in my room because... I just didn't like the way I was. Yeah. And it just kind of clicked that I kept doing it. And it's a shame that I don't do it as much anymore. I, I keep skipping days and I, I skipped the gym this morning. I'm, I might end up going after this. I actually, so I told you I was going to leave to come here. Yep. And I was still wearing my softball stuff. And I was like, I don't need to wear this. So I walked back in the house and I changed. And then I thought about it. I was like, maybe I, I could go work out after this. So I walked back in and I changed again <laughs> and, and then I left. So I'm ready. Well, you say you've been skipping days, but in your tank right now, you look pretty big. Thank you. You're welcome. That makes me feel good. Yeah. It's pumping the tires a little bit. Um, just literally. Literally just pumping the tires, pumping my tires, whatever they are. They're, yeah, they're tires. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where I was going, but you want to go to the gym after this? Um, it, where? In <laughs> Savage? No, <laughs> I was gonna like. So I, I, you know, right now I can't pay you, but I would happily start working out with you after, even if if we just like if we did a, a run around here before you headed off. Yeah. Because I am out of shape and vaping has killed my cardio and I need to start. Oh boy. Yeah, I need to start uh, getting working that back up. Are you still vaping or are you going to work it back up while vaping? Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the longest I've made it is a, a week and a half without vaping. And it that is the worst. I mean, I've never gone through any withdrawals ever, but like that is difficult. Um, you ever tried like Zin or anything like that? Just nicotine pouches? Only bumming it off of Joey. I, I don't, it gives me a different, 
Like it makes my entire body buzz or mm. be feel fuzzy, and I, I don't like that. Um, and yeah, I, I I I swore to myself that this was the last one I'm going to buy um, because I don't like it, and I've never looked at it as something that it's like, oh, this is my new life thing. I'm I'm now a vapor. <laughs> this is just what I do now. Yeah, it to me it very much always started off as a like I'm bored, so I'm gonna vape. At like when I was at, at work um, and then I bought my first one and I was like now I'm fucking hooked on this and it just feels like a phase in my life and I want to get out of that phase so this is going to be my last one I've I purchased um, well now you said it out loud you yeah, can't yeah, take yeah, it back yeah, exactly although I've said it to my mom several times that I I've, that I quit which every time that I've told my mom that I've quit is in that week and a half gap. So I was, I'd be like, mom, I quit. And then a week and a half passes and I, I go get another one. And there's really no reason that I would go. I would just be like, you know what? I'm strong enough to have one more and not be hooked. <laughs> That's how they get you. It is how they get me. You could use this one to, to kind of wean yourself off. Just like, I don't know how long they last, so this could just be a bullshit plan. But it <laughs> lasts about a week. Say you you can use it after six p.m. and then you can use it after seven p.m. Then eight and nine. And I had that kind of thought process at one point in time. I was like, okay, I will only ever use it if I'm playing video games because there's a lot of downtime. That it's just like, okay, it like if I drink drink these days, it's usually I'm because I'm playing video games, everybody and they're all drinking with us and we're just having a good time. So it's just kind of that like buzz feeling that goes with video games. And so I've, I've had that pact where I'm like, okay, I'm only going to do it if I'm playing video games. And then I found out that my video game up intake went way up. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's hilarious. And now I, you know, I just use it whenever I want to use it, but it is on my docket to quit. On the bright side, you don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. That would suck. Agreed. It'd be a lot more inconvenient. Can you imagine being addicted to smoking cigarettes? No. That'd be terrible. But my mind goes, what is the actual scientific difference in health between a cigarette and a vape? I mean, tobacco plus whatever they're wrapped in. and I don't know. They, All the they, tars and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, they tell you in elementary school there's tar in cigarettes. Are you... Oh, I, the way you said that, I was like, is there no tar? Can I go? <laughs> if, if there's not, then I'm going to start. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I have no idea. I just know it's not good for you. I don't know where Joe found this out, but Joe Rogan says that nicotine in your life is it, like it's good for you. And I don't know what he's referring to or who said it, but I know Joe Rogan has said it. I think what he's referring to is nicotine can stimulate your brain and it can help you focus. Huh? But also, whatever, however you're receiving the nicotine, nicotine, you will become addicted to that. Gotcha. And so that's the negative part of it. And I also assume that he's talking about like chewing tobacco, where it's like basically just tobacco and nicotine. That's all you're getting. Whereas like vape, you're fucking up your lungs. There's the flavors that you're putting you're on. Yeah, I I don't know what they make to get the vape into me. I just vape it. I don't know how the juice turns into vapor and. Exactly. It comes out in a cloud. I mean, the one I have literally looks like the it's a cartridge. It literally looks like a shotgun shell, which makes me go, I'm putting a bullet in my mouth. It's not good marketing. They, well, they could have came ironic. up with different... Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, 
Yeah, I'm not addicted to nicotine, but I'm still on that sugar addiction. Still haven't kicked that. I don't see how that's even possible. To be addicted to sugar? No, no, no. To kick sugar. Like, I, I Kevin Smith is famously, like, he used to drink a gallon of milk a day and just have all the sugar that he wanted. He kicked both of those things, and he said that sugar was the hardest thing he's ever kicked, and he said it was, like, it. it's the same withdrawals as you would go through with any hard drug. I don't know how you can even avoid it. Sugar's in everything. I felt those withdrawals today. Really? Yeah. Like it was. How long have you not had sugar? What fucking time is it? <laughs> like three hours? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this morning when you. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. It's, it's, so it's added sugar for me. So I'll eat fruits. Fruit has good sugar in it. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's the Penny gave us some gift cards for when Kristen has the baby and we don't want to like go make, make our own food. So it's like yeah. DoorDash and Chipotle and, and stuff like that. And in the bottom of the bucket, she put a bunch of mini Reese's and some mini Hershey's and I <laughs> ate all of them and it was fantastic. I thought you were going to say she put in a bunch of those little sugar pouches. <laughs> like <it> just straight <laughs> sugar. She just put in the sugar. Uh, no, it's just, and so I, I was doing okay with sugar before that. Like I'd still eat ice cream a couple times and, yeah. and have whatever was around here and there. But uh, this, this got me. I was back on the Reese's and the, but the, my, the thing that I'm dumbfounded about is everything seems to have sugar in it. And so like, to me, that's how you like, how do you just quit something that's in everything most a lot of things do i'm not going to say most things because vegetables don't really have sugar i mean fruit has natural sugar which is okay Mm -hmm. meat doesn't have sugar it's what you put on the meat whether you're dipping it in ketchup or barbecue there's a bunch of sugar in that um it's pretty much just eating clean in my brain and this is super ignorant and super stupid but in my brain, if something is processed, like it comes in a box, it probably contains some sort of sugar. In More it. than likely, yeah. yeah. That's I don't. That's not even stupid. That's a very good observation because it, oh. everything does have sugar in it, especially if it is processed. Even bread, like I get the best bread that I can, like non, uh, non enhanced flour. The GMO, not non GMO. Uh, I think it's organic. It has two grams of added sugar which is the lowest i could find in the bread that in that aisle um because i think you need sugar for the yeast to feed on mm -hmm. no yeah something like that yeah so there's got to be a little bit of sugar in it but if you're gonna buy like the ballpark burger buns or the hot dog buns that come in those packages it's like 10 grams of sugar in one of those buns there's a lot and see that's another thing i don't know what that five if that means 10 grams in my brain and i know this is wrong is literally 10 granules of no, 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 no. <laughs> now I know that's wrong because I know grams is a form of weighing things. So it's 10 grams. It's, you know, I know what it means, but in my brain, when I'm picturing it, it's 10 granules, just start thinking about it in terms of weed. I don't know what that looks like. You don't either. know what 10 grams of weed looks like? Not a clue. You smoke so much weed in your life. You don't know what it looks like. I don't, I, I've I, never, you know what? I'm kind of impressed. I've never purchased it. I've never like had somebody go this is a gram of weed and i like so like that process of marijuana has never entered my life to know that's extremely impressive i don't know what to relate it to for you then Uh, think of i mean i don't know if this is even correct you know like the little sugar cubes just the little ones that you put in tea 
probably, probably like a gram, a gram yeah. maybe, maybe a gram and a half. So 10 of those, that's a lot of sugar. The, your body can naturally process like 20 grams of added sugar per day. And there's like 40 grams of sugar in a, in a can of Coke. You're making me worried. Because if I have black coffee, I have to have sugar in it. And I just pour it straight from the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried that now I'm putting like 60 grams of sugar in my coffee. <laughs> I don't think you're doing that. You might be putting like 30 grams of yeah. sugar in your coffee, but 60 is a lot. It would dissolve. I mean, it dissolves in eight ounces of Coke. Yeah. So why wouldn't it dissolve in six, eight ounces of coffee? But yeah, that's... I was trying, when I say I'm trying to kick sugar, I will try and kick sugar like to an extent. I'm not going to do zero sugar. I'm still going to eat fruit. I'm still going to have toast in the morning, but I'm going to try and. Oh, right, right. I was like, are you putting sugar on your toast? <laughs> you don't put sugar on your toast? No. <laughs> now I'm going to try and keep it under the 20 because that's what your body can supposedly naturally process per day. Do you track it or is it just in it's your brain? It's just in my head. Yeah, I, I used to track things like that. I tracked my macros for a while, which was fun in a way because I got yoked and I ate all the time, mm-hmm. but it's, it's too much work. I don't have anything to do that for. I don't understand macros and micros. All the things in my head are small. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, don't, I don't know if it's a macro or a micro. And I know that there's ways and like there, I think carbs are macros. Carbs, fats, and proteins. Those are your three. So basically fat things, fattening things and protein. And then everything else is a micro. What else is there? That no, I don't, I don't know what micros. I don't know what you're talking about there. You've never heard uh, micronutrients? Maybe like vitamins? Maybe that's what you're referring to. Macronutrients is is just, micronutrients is not a thing. It might be. I'm gonna look it up. I mean, you got a magic brick. You may as well. But all I know is it's four four calories per gram of protein, four calories per gram of carbs, and nine calories per gram of fat. That's how much you allow yourself? No, that's what is in each of them. I'm, I'm sorry, say it again. You, so I, I heard nine grams of... There's per gram of fat, there's nine calories. Oh, okay. And then there's four calories per gram of protein and per gram of carbohydrates. Gotcha. And so that's why bodybuilders would track exactly what's going in because they can count their calories and their, their macros, make sure they're getting the right amount of each, each of the three. You're right. Micros are vitamins. Oh, cool. I just pulled Vitamin, that out of mass. Vitamins and minerals. Sweet. There you go. So, yeah. Um, I felt the withdrawal today from from sugar because I've it's been days since I ate the last Reese's. And <laughs> I was scrounging around the house. I uh, I like sweet things. And I tried to ebb the, the craving with a protein shake. And I ate a plum, which was delicious, by the way. Whenever I'm eating plums, I pretend like I'm, a, I'm an ancient Stone Age person. I hate plums. You don't like plums? No. Just biting into this juicy fruit that I found in a tree, thinking, mm, I'm going to eat six of these, then bring them back to the tribe. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking. I tell them I only found one. <laughs> Try this, and then have no more, because the rest are mine. Uh, but I, w- I was scrounging around, and finally, I remembered, Kristen and I made s'mores a couple of weeks ago. There are six marshmallows left in the back of our cabinet, and I ate all of them. It's <laughs> like, give me those marshmallows. Wow, you were a fiending. <laughs> I was. I was walking around like I was kind of tense in the kitchen. Like, why don't we have any sugar? And then I found it, and I got like that moment of joy, like when you when you win something on the slot machine. I was yeah. like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> the chump how. in front of you at the at the vending machine left his quarters. And- <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what I got. I got my fix. <laughs> so yeah, I'm addicted to sugar. What does the sugar um, withdrawal feel like? It, it it's not. You don't feel achy or anything. Um, 
because I can, I'll tell you what the nicotine one is while you think about it. So like, first off, my body feels dried out and condensed, like it's collapsing. And then I internally and emotionally feel anxious and depressed. And which is actually why I picked it back up because I was already stressed and depressed. And then I added anxiety on top of it. So I, I was like, this is not the right not, time not the to best combo. not. Yeah. I didn't need to add more bricks to that, to that feeling. So th- that's how I feel is like, like I'm drying out and like collapsing in on myself. And then I also feel depressed and anxious about the whole thing. So not depressed. Um, Which actually kind of surprised me because sugar boosts your... Right, it does. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily anxious, but probably on it, on your way to anxious. Yeah. Like it, it, you just start thinking about it and you're like, where can I, where can I get some of that yeah. sugar? What's going to make me feel good yeah, yeah, right yeah. now? And you start thinking of food. How many like, loaves of bread do I have to eat? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's... Um, you're not a big Friends fan, but there's a scene where I think... Chandler is trying to teach Joey how to smoke a cigarette so he can play some acting role. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, he says, yeah. don't think of it as a cigarette. Think of it as the thing that's been missing from your hand. He's like pretending to hold it between his fingers. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but for your mouth. There's something like... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I'll be sitting at my desk and I'll think like, I kind of want some sugar. Like I kind of want, want some candy or, or chocolate or whatever. And I'll get up and I'll walk to the kitchen. And there's nothing there. And I'll open the cabinet and close it. I'll open the fridge and close it. I'll go back and sit at my desk. And 10 minutes later, I'll get up and do the same thing until I find something. It's, it's just really weird. It's not necessarily like high blood pressure. It's not really anxiety. It's just there's something missing and your body wants it. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so speaking of sugar, I actually had a topic involving sugar. Okay. Because I was thinking about it today. <laughs> yeah. And I was also thinking like, man, it's hot outside. I'd like some ice cream. Yep. What's your favorite ice cream? Um, are we talking like... You're gonna, just going to get a scoop of ice cream. You're at, you're at Licks in okay. Excelsior. Probably. Oh, boy. Oh, my, my knee jerk there that I stopped myself on was um, you just spilled all over yourself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was... Uh, cotton candy but that's i that's not my go-to so i can't say it's my favorite first of all cotton candy ice cream is so underrated agreed it It is so good when you get those little crystallized chunks and you get like oh it's like an explosion of cotton candy in your mouth it's wonderful i love it and like dairy queens cotton candy blizzards are impeccable they're fantastic yeah but it's not my i never think to get that or ask if it's an option from somewhere I'm always like, if I'm going anywhere and I'm just like, okay, I'm getting ice cream, cotton candy, or not. Uh, see, that's how much I love it. <laughs> A cookie dough, cookie dough ice cream. Just the regular vanilla ice cream with cookie dough chunks in it? Yep. That's kind of a classic. Has your ice cream favorite flavor evolved over the years? No. No, it's always been cookie dough and cotton candy? Um, yes, but that being said... Have you ever had ice cream with um, coffee chunks in it? Coffee chunks? Like coffee bean? Yeah. I don't think like coffee beans or chunks of that matter, but I've had espresso or coffee ice cream, and I think it's really good. I love it. It's delicious. Um, I can't. 
I'm so I'm, I'm actually like upset about this because I've looked for it before, but I can't remember the brand I bought three years ago, and it had chunks in it. And I now, granted, I don't know if they were uh, coffee beans or not, but like, what else would it have been? I think you would have known if they were coffee beans. How big were the chunks? Well, if they cut the beans up, they they I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't eating it like a peanut. You know, it was a spoonful, and then I just happened to be in my mouth, and now I'm biting it. Okay. I would say like a, a half a, a half a bean. Yeah, half a bean. Had to have been pretty crunchy then. It was. It might have and, been coffee but, bean. See, that's why I'm like, I don't know if it was because it, when I think of a coffee bean, I think rock hard. I think and they're these softer weren't. than you think. Were they? Have you or ever had chocolate covered espresso beans? Because I don't think oh I have. Oh my, you should. Yeah. They're delicious. Okay. They'll don't eat them at night because you won't sleep, but. They're delicious. Caffeine's really never affected me that way. You'd be surprised with the espresso beans. <laughs> like, you're not... With a straight caffeine bean, yeah. <laughs> you're not crushing it up and straining water through it. You were eating it. Yeah. <laughs> you are eating the whole thing. Yeah. But, so yeah. Um, the most evolution I've had in my years of for ice cream is involving coffee. That's fair. That's a good evolution. Um, I always said that mint chocolate chip is my favorite ice cream the green kind specifically if it's not green it doesn't count and i was thinking about it today i say that a lot but i don't more than most people (laughs) maybe more than all people yeah but i've haven't eaten mint chocolate chip ice cream in years and i've eaten ice cream at least 50 times a year isn't it weird that your favorite insert top like genre of food isn't usually the one that you're like jerk knee jerk going to yeah it's a little bizarre yeah like mine is cotton candy ice cream i'm always getting the cookie dough i wonder if it's because cookie dough is the safe option like you you know what you're gonna get every time it's hard to mess up cookie dough. is your go-to ice cream screw upable what is it first off See, I had a hard time with this, and I'm still, I could still go for some ice cream right now, so everything sounds really good. But if Dairy I go. It's closed, just a heads up. If I go, it's closed? It burned down. What the hell? About a year and a half ago, it burned down, yeah. That's messed up. Culver's is still open, though. So. That's custard. We, we can get that, get into that later. <laughs> if I go to Licks, 99% chance I'm getting cake batter or cake batter fudge. Ooh. I don't like cake batter because the. Is cake batter the same as birthday cake? Slightly different. Okay. Because I don't think birthday cake is a flavor. No, but cake batter is definitely a flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only reason that I wouldn't say it's my favorite is because I always get it thinking this is going to taste just like cake batter, and I don't get enough of the flavor. I want more (laughs) battery ice cream. Is that a little weird? Maybe. If I go to, like, Ben & Jerry's, get a Ben & Jerry's pint for Mm. $1,000, however much they cost now, 99% 99% chance it's going to be Tonight Dough. What, what is Tonight Dough? It's, it sounds like Rocky Roads. It's got brownie bites. It's got um, oh, cookie, is, cookie dough. This is the Maj Podge of like everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah with yeah, a little yeah. bit of ice cream sprinkled in. Yeah. Yeah. I would be interested in coming over to your home sometime because you have an ice cream maker, correct? I do, yeah. And doing a 50-50 split of cake batter and ice cream and throwing it in the mixer so you get like a almost like a trace leche creamy dough like ice cream cake pudding yeah y- yes 
I'm down for that. Yeah. I would definitely do that. But yeah, I think my, my flavor has evolved. Now I've always stuck with tonight dough, but I've started branching out into other ice creams now because I'm thinking, what else could there be? Something else has got to be good. Peanut butter and ice cream. Wonderful. Delicious. Yeah. I used to get every single time from a concrete mixer with custard in it, I'd get a chocolate one with brownies and cookie dough. So kind of like tonight dough, but with chocolate custard instead of vanilla ice cream. But then I learned that they have Andy's mint chocolates there. And so I will get chocolate ice cream with brownies and Andy's. Is that the ones that Olive Garden gives you? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And it's so good. It almost makes the ice cream colder. Yeah, yeah. Because minty. Yeah. If you add salt, it will be colder. Yeah, but then it gets a little salty. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it would get colder either. I don't know. Ice does. Does ice get colder with salt on it? It just reduces the freezing temperature. Man, I don't know. I just know for a fact that ice make or salt makes ice colder. There is, yeah. There, I mean, there's salt in ice cream too. I actually wrote down that espresso was my new quote unquote favorite, even though I haven't had that fr- frequently or yeah, often. It's wonderful, but I'll, I, it's hard to find. It is pretty hard to find. It's good like espresso a, ice cream. It's so good and it's a perfect. Like it's easier to find peanut butter ice cream than it is. Coffee oh, way ice easier. Cream. Yeah. Do you think there's caffeine in espresso ice cream? Absolutely, yes. There's got to be, right? Yeah. What? Yeah. I, I think I had the chance. <laughs> I had a chance to get it recently, and I didn't do it because I was because thinking of... I don't want to be wired. Oh, yeah, because you don't do caffeine. No, I haven't done caffeine. I mean, I've had decaf coffees, which I'm sure there's like five milligrams or something, but yeah, that's that's the most of it. Decaf coffee is basically non-alcoholic alcohol. Pretty much. Yeah. But I like the taste of coffee, which is weird. And I don't really like the taste of beer, so there's no point for me drinking O'Doul's. Bingo. Um, on top of ice cream, what's your favorite ice cream treat? There's a lot of them. There are a lot of them. I'll, I'll, while I think about it and I'm going to talk, it's not my favorite ice cream, but it is my favorite flavor, and it comes from an ice cream. Um, orange creamsicle. I, I'm not a fan of the actual ice cream treat, but if there's an orange creepsicle flavored anything, I'm get, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna give it a shot. Gotta give it a shot. Yeah, I agree. I'm the a flavor big, itself good. I'm the, a big sucker for vanilla anything, and so orange vanilla anything. Do is, you like vanilla bean ice cream? Um, I've definitely had it. I don't know if I could tell you the difference between it. I don't think I could tell you the difference between vanilla bean and plain vanilla. But I do think vanilla bean is far superior. So you could tell me the difference. My I mean, tongue could tell you the difference. <laughs> but I don't think I have the words to describe the difference. Gotcha. Um, I would probably say a... that like Do I go classic or do I go like... Because I love a, um, a chip witch. Yes. That is my favorite. That, that's one. Of, that's my number one. And there's a close number two. And if you match that, I'll be very, probably excited. We have the same favorite ice cream treats. There's no way this is going to be it. But when I see this at a gas station, I get excited. And like, I won't buy it all the time. But like, I'm like, okay, I'll mark it down so I know where to get it. A Snickers ice cream. Yeah, it's not it. Yeah, sorry. 
I had one. I had actually had one of those once, and I was a little disappointed by it. Really? I just like regular Snickers so much; it messed with it. Kind of like how Reese's did the Reese's Take Five and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, and I yeah. tried it; not as good. Regular Reese's is better. I used to think that uh, <laughs> I was such a stupid kid. <laughs> I used to think that Snicker ice cream bars were just frozen Snicker bars, and so I would buy Snicker bars from time to time, and I'd be like, "Okay, I'll just go freeze it real quick." It's like, why do they charge you more to freeze them? Caramel. Is very hard when frozen. <laughs> yes, it is. And let me tell you, I tried it more than once. <laughs> like, how do they get it frozen so nicely? <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, I, yeah. I was a. I was, I'm not a. I'm not a bright kid. <laughs> that's uh, that's why they had the slow children sign by your house growing yeah, yeah, up. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this kid yeah. keeps putting Snickers in a freezer thing. It's going to turn into ice cream. So I'm, I'm thinking Chipwich, and I didn't know that that was the name for it. I just thought it was ice cream cookie sandwich. There's different ones. Like, I think there's like the Chipwich brand, and then like Nestle has the same thing. Eminem has one with Eminem in oh, the yeah, cookie. That one's really good. Yeah. So it's it's more at this point like a band aid. It's just kind of like a blanket statement for cookies and ice cream. Was regular ass ice cream sandwich on your list anywhere? No. The one between like the two thin fudge bars? Yeah. Nope. So I think it's good. That's the classic. Absolutely. That's like you're hanging out with your friends in, that in is, the summer and mom yeah. brings out a box of that them. That is on the Mount Rushmore of ice cream treats. How do they get it so soft? I don't know. Like you can just bite right through it. But you're talking the ice cream, not the cookie? I mean both. Yeah. But my problem with it is, and it's tripe at this point, but I don't like when I lift my fingers I get the cookie mm-hmm. on my fingers. And that I'm not... I know you're not a finger sucker. No. I am. And that that annoys me. It grosses me out. I will suck the Cheeto dust off my fingers until my fi- my skin's gone. But for some reason, if there's cookie on it from the ice cream treat, I'm grossed out and bothered. I, I don't know how to say this correctly, but I am so un-finger licker <laughs> that I can't stand to watch other people lick their fingers. Theater, 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 theoretically, holy nice, crap, you got it. wow, theoretically, <laughs> and I don't even think that's the right word I need to use for what I'm about to say, I'm on your side a thousand percent, it is disgusting watching somebody suck their fingers, not wash their hands, and then five minutes go back in the same bag that everybody's been eating out of. It is disgusting, it's rude, and nobody should ever do it. That being said... <laughs> Don't say it. I do it all the time. No! <laughs> there's, oh, it gives me the willies. There's just something about five minutes that makes you just forget uh, what happened to your hand. There's nothing about five <laughs> minutes. If I lick, if I have to lick my fingers for whatever reason, yeah. I will go wash them. Yeah. Most, most of the time, I'll try and like wipe whatever's off, even if it's sticky with a napkin, then go wash them anyway. Yep. Not a liquor. Yeah, to me, there's just something about five minutes that I just go, my hands are clean. What are you talking about? Although I was the culprit one time, not for lipping, licking my fingers and going back in the bag, but this was this was years ago now. We were at Tanner's house when we first moved up there, and there was a big bowl of salsa out, and there was chips, and Katie went to dunk a chip in the salsa, and I smashed her hand into the salsa. <laughs> <laughs> so her whole hand was in the salsa rather than just fingers. But I thought you were going to say that you were a culprit. And like your chip went in and you had to like 
and you got salsa on your fingers and you ended up sucking the salsa off your fingers and just forgot about it. Nope. Not a finger liquor. But you forced somebody else to do it. (laughs) Which is quite rude. So I'm not completely innocent. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm mostly innocent. Is it just the hand in general that grosses you out in this situation? Because like, maybe I blame, like missed a piece of this story, but did Katie suck on her fingers? No, no, no. So it was just her I mean, hand she, she going could in. Have. Yeah. But she, I didn't see it. This she probably did. <laughs> like, so you don't have a problem with sharing a bag of chips if everybody's on the same page about sucking fingers. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Okay. Like, I mean, there's I've eaten out of my fair share of chip bowls at parties. I don't yeah. care. I mean, okay. as long as... You, I mean, I, so I grew up... My sister always liked to examine her food before she put it on her plate. And so she'd touch shit. She'd like pick things up and put it back. Like, I don't want that one. Pick up another one. You can't touch all the food. She touched all the food. What is she looking for? I don't know. To this day, I don't know. She still does it? As far as I know, yes. That's odd. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I, I think it's odd when people separate their food. She did that too. I got her a separated plate for her birthday one time. (laughs) Like for children? For adult children. It was a really nice one. It was a big plate. They make nice ones? Yeah. Huh. It was like dishwasher safe, microwave safe, made of recycled material, nice hard plastic. I just really like... Was she looking for like the right grain of like meat? And, like, I never got into it with her. How could you not? I was just too flustered every time she touched every piece to, to even ask why she's doing it. I just say, stop it. <laughs> you can't do that. You really can't touch all the food. Apparently you can. Now I, I cook for myself from time to time. And every time I do, I think about chefs on TV shows, at least always say that you need to try your food before you send it out. But that's gross. Why? Because they're, Taking a spoon, we'll, we'll just say for their spoon. sauce. Yeah, yeah, it's a clean spoon. And then they eat it. Mm-hmm. And then what do they do with the spoon? Give it to the bus boy to but wash I, it. I've definitely seen like people use the spoon they're mixing, though. I think you're just watching TV. I don't think people do that. <laughs> well, yeah. But I, people are dumb and gross in general. I mean, people... People used to, um, fuck, what was it? My grandma told me a story and I went, people in this world are, there are dumb people in this world because they lick X. And I go, sorry, grandma, I didn't mean to offend you, but that's a pretty stupid thing that people do. <laughs> I, 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 I want to say it was tomatoes. People lick tomatoes. I want to say that she used to pick tomatoes in her youth for like mass sending out uh-huh. and she used to lick them before she sent them out yeah this <laughs> is not not for like Tate just wanted to lick them yep I asked her why she said uh, I don't know I just was bored she was just out there picking tomatoes and licking them I've got a story that almost matches that well, uh, where I was gonna go with this is I've seen um, a video um this is fucking probably 10 years at this point, but this kid had a huge stack of cones from Dairy Queen and he licked from the bottom of the stack to the top of the stack and he was fired. As he should be. I agree. People are stupid. So my point being, 
I don't think they're grabbing clean spoons. I think they're using the spoon that they're mixing with, tasting it, and then going back in. I don't think they are because that guy got fired for licking the cones. If you, I don't think he got get caught. Fired. I suppose, yeah, but there's usually more than one person in the kitchen. Yeah. Unless they're all on the same page, like, let's all lick this stuff. <laughs> the lick kitchen. Okay, you had a story. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly certain I've told you this story before. Um, and there's a reason that I'm certain of this that I'm sure you'll think of as soon as I start telling the story. My dad used to stock shelves at a grocery store overnight. Okay. and I do know the story. Go ahead. They didn't used to put the paper seal over peanut butter. Mm-hmm. They just have the cap, the jar. A lot of trusting people. A lot of trusting people. <laughs> a lot of trusting idiots at Skippy. So my dad would get a carton of eggs, and he'd push the eggs down into the peanut butter and put the cat back on, <laughs> put it on the shelf. And so I thought it would be funny one time to do it to suits. <laughs> so I took his peanut butter, and I put an egg in it, and it was like three-quarters of the way gone, so there's only a little bit of peanut butter in there anyway. And I... um. I used a spoon or a knife to put the peanut butter back <laughs> over top of the egg. And I didn't, it wasn't like a nefarious thing. I didn't think about it in a way like, oh, he's going to stab the egg and it's going to break in his peanut butter and ruin it. Yeah. I, that never crossed my mind. And it didn't happen, thankfully. But I was hanging out with Keanu one night and he's making himself a, Suits is making himself a peanut butter and jelly. And you hear the knife clink and you hear footsteps and he goes, who put an egg in my <laughs> peanut butter? <laughs> And we convinced him that it was Logan. <laughs> he believed us. I think for a night he believed us. He knows it was me now. But uh, that was the highlight of my probably life. I don't know. I I, I know that's a highlight because I've heard that story a lot. It's a, it's just such a weird one. It makes yeah. it so fun. I wish it would have broke open. That would have made me feel bad. It would have. Yeah. I don't want to ruin anything. A quarter for left, and that way. I'd still feel bad. Yeah. The guy's trying. He just wants a peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> like I want it to be annoying, not mean. Well, all he'd have to do is throw in one more egg. Well, I guess there's eggshells <laughs> now, but throw in one more egg, mix it up, throw some cinnamon on it, maybe some sugar. Grab, pour it into a, uh, a bowl of some sort. Dip some bread in it. French toast with peanut butter on it. Yeah. Okay. Peanut butter. Make French lemons toast. out of lemonade. Well, if you enjoyed the content today, <laughs> feel free to follow and like our pages everywhere. Uh, that's all I got. You got anything else? Nah. All right, guys. And remember, everything is simpler with the bud. This is Jack and Jeff signing, signing off. off. Hey, suits, fuck off. <laughs>